Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loman Ale, and remember, no droids allowed. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cantina here on the uh, here on the Genreverse YouTube channel and podcast network. Uh, lots of great content. So follow us if you're listening. So subscribe if you're you're watching. Leave thumbs up, down reviews, comments down in the comment section. All of that interaction helps the uh, the channel uh, grow. We we really do appreciate that. I'm Kyle. That's Cam, and 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 uh, I'm sick, so uh, trying to uh, trying to recover. Despite this being the longest episode of Mando, at least this season, I don't think there was a longer episode in the previous mm. seasons, was there? This is the longest episode yeah. of Mando in total. Yeah, so despite that, this might end up being a relatively short review because of the uh, 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 my lung capacity right now. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't COVID again, so there's that, just a really bad cold, but hey, uh, it is what it is, and I might have to stop because of uh, my internet service provider showing up to fix my uh, upstream, because while my my downstream works great, download speeds are fine, up sucks, and most people don't don't know if their upload speed isn't good, because they're not, most people aren't uploading yeah, most people don't uh, use a- shit tons of video like uh, I <laughs> yeah, do for, for here. So, and I can't keep using my phone as a hotspot for, that's the sad thing. My, my cell phone's 4G and this is a, this is an S10. This is like a four or five year old phone now. And, and it's 4G connection has faster upload speeds than my, my hardline cable uh, internet. Thank God, fiber optic is supposed to be here some point this year uh, from a new company. Uh, so I'll get one up, one down. Anyways, we're we're here to do two things. Uh, uh, one is announce the winner of our uh, of our uh, uh, trivia question for the book uh, uh, Star Wars and Conflict Resolution. Uh, you guys can find an interview we had with with uh, Scott Maravia. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping I said the, the name correctly with the double L there. Uh, um, anyways, yeah. So the winner is uh, Gregory Gregory Noble, who uh, uh, wrote in and and said it was uh, John Ratzenberger uh, who played Cliff in Cheers. Uh, his Empire Strikes Back character is Major uh, Bryn Derlin in the Empire Strikes Back there on uh, on Hoth. So congratulations, Greg. Thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, participating. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can be doing more uh, more giveaways in the in the future. Maybe I'll get my my 3D printers up and running and and get you guys some some cool stuff that we can uh, that we can give away. I I think I can do that. I should be able to do that. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, uh, go ahead. I'll 
of course, contact you if I haven't already. Uh, but uh, we'll communicate through email instead of just Twitter, so that way it'll be secure. We'll get you your your copy out uh, to you uh, as soon as as possible. So yeah, that was that was fun. Check out the interview uh, with Scott. I should leave a card in here somewhere for for you guys. <laughs> so that brings us to our uh, uh, spoiler free review for Mando uh, season three, episode three. It's only spoiler free at the first and then at first and then we'll we'll get into uh, spoilers for you guys in a in a minute. Yeah, but, I'll just say um, yeah. the reason my videos froze as well for those of us watching oh, YouTube. It's I just um, it's been one of those weeks <clears throat> and um, some planning wasn't done properly. So I ended up using um, not the, the device I normally use for recording this, but, you know, could be helped. I found a nice little picture for every everyone to look at. Uh, Mando's season three, episode three re- review. Mm. Uh, what what did you think of it, Cam? You you go first. It was a very strange episode in terms of it really kind of shifted from what I was expecting. I was almost like just completely surprised by what we we did get. But I have to say, I really really enjoyed it. It was one of my favorite episodes. And the kind of Andor vibes to it for yeah, me. Yeah, a bit. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really well put together episode. And I liked the length that we got to have sort of almost two stories being told at the same time split um, as part of this episode, which we wouldn't have been able to do in a normal runtime. They would have had to be split yeah. into two separate episodes. And I think <laughs> one of them would have been good and one of them would have been a bit dull. So I'm quite glad they did it like this. I uh, I enjoyed everything that, that was in this episode. I am a little different in that I, I almost wish it wasn't structured the way that it was. I almost wish that we had been following the... Uh, uh, Dr. Pershing's story a bit um, along the first couple of, of episodes. It was a bit uh, it was a jarring. It, jarring. That's that's a good it's, word. It's jarring. Yeah, but it wasn't you don't like realize. Yeah, it wasn't like bad. That's, you think it could be just one or two scenes, and then yeah. it's going to go somewhere else, but it doesn't really. Yep. Um, you know, that it kind of continually surprised me that way. I guess. So and and with that, uh, because of the the expectations and everything there were times where i was just kind of like okay hurry up i get it <laughs> i know what's going going on can we can we speed this up a bit uh, did you did you think it was slow because i liked that I, I liked that it just took you, its time you know so, how i you know how i get you know how i yeah. how i get uh but this but isn't like this isn't yeah, me uh, like we'll uh spoilers yeah it's not me ripping more, but... it it's just it's nitpicky. Uh, I did give it a good. Uh, I did give it a good grade, uh, though. I gave it an, an A minus. I I really enjoy everything that was in this. Yeah, I mean, I think I would maybe go slightly higher, but not quite A plus. Um, but yeah, A I think is where I would go. I think Quality. it's definitely the best episode of this season for me. Yeah. Um, not my favorite episode of Mando overall, but very good. Good. Good action. Uh, where it was needed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Good uh, drama where that was needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a lot of tension in this in this yes, episode. I, I guess that's what I like. And you know, I did like it? that. Uh, it, it made was me mysterious. Yeah, in a way, and uh, I, liked I didn't know what was going on. I just, like I said, it was a bit. It was a bit odd the way the way they did it. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. So let's get into the uh, let's get into the spoilers then. Spoilers. Let's, uh, let's let's hurry it up. <laughs> uh, so uh, I the like you said, it's split in, in two parts. We have uh, well, mm-hmm. there's end cap stuff with with the Mandalorians. We get yeah, but it's like it's like yeah two stories but one it's a it's a dr persian sandwich (laughs) with mando with mandalorian bread uh i want to talk about the mando stuff first both the Mm -hmm. the first part and the last part and then we'll talk about the dr pershing stuff uh afterwards but i i uh you could see it happening a, a mile away and you and i at the at the uh before this season started, we had a, an episode where we where we talked about what we were kind of expecting based on trailers and and, and rumors and stuff. And you and I had mentioned about Bo-Katan and and then having a showdown of sorts. And we we theorized it might not be physical; it could be ideological. And yeah. we've we've seen that. And you could see it coming a mile away when 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 he's like, "Hey, you know," uh, uh, when she goes into the waters. And comes out, mm-hmm. even though it's with him. It's like you know, she technically now could, yeah, <laughs> could join I, the the children of the. That, given how often she normally does it, she didn't take her helmet off afterwards, right. and it kind of clued you into where this might be going. I think yep. by that, and uh, I liked okay. I liked it uh, because uh, yeah. I think it is interesting to see uh, how they could go uh, the. Um, with her, you know, because she she's looking there at the at the at the you know she asks yeah. him about the mythosaur. Did you mm-hmm. see anything in the in the water? And you start mm-hmm. wondering, is she now looking at a, a way to get back on top? You know, could she yeah. be the one that tries to tame the mythosaur? Uh, yeah. Bo is because that would kind of trump the dark saber because the mythosaur predates yep. the dark saber. So and, Mythosaur kind of trumps it in terms of leader of Mandalore. That's that's pretty much and a given. While, so. while Din is a creation of Favreau and uh, Filoni, uh, Bo-Katan is a Filoni character, and I you know Indeed. I can see him you know wanting to finish up a a pathway with with her and her coming to to terms with the old ways uh, could could be part of that part of that journey yeah. what, what'd you think about all, all of that especially I mean, the ending well, scene like, where they're like well did yeah. you take off your helmet no and then everyone's so welcoming they're just like yeah sure chill with us because because that's that's kind of like their way even Paz this Vizla, is the now, <laughs> you don't you won't yeah I know over that that's kind of punished but I didn't mean it like that I but, know um, <laughs> the Paz Vizla's interesting that's the guy who's <laughs> yeah. played by John Favreau by the way in case really I didn't know, know that yes no did you not know that <clears throat> yes it's, no. it's uh, John Favreau that, uh, that plays Paz Vizla but obviously he can't tell because he's in the suit yeah um, but, couldn't even yeah, tell him voice quite, quite is he big, doing the voice John Favreau's a big man yeah you know? I, know I don't is. just mean big that way he's tall as yes well, you know um, and um, yes I'm doing the voice as well didn't um, recognize and it anyway but the, there's family history there, so yes. he, you know, he and the clan Crees, the Vizsla clan, mm, yep. they do not get on. 
So it was interesting that he didn't have any kind of objection to it, but I could see that there could be possible undercurrents there that could come to the surface later on. But the most interesting thing to me is that I'm now still none the wiser as to which direction Bo-Katan is going to go, because they've kind of left it open-ended, and I like that. They've given her a possible redemption arc, if you like, to come in, maybe followed in, be part of the way, have that community. But at the same time, <clears throat> you kind of feel that she may be using that as a, in a Game of Thrones type manipulation to, to have these people support her to get back on top. And that using these old ways makes people more loyal and then yeah. she knows about the mythosaur and all that sort of stuff and, and the machinations, if you like, are, are going on in her head. So I think they could still go either way with that and that's that's good writing, I believe. Not only that, but this this could be a situation where uh maybe maybe the opposite of what I was uh what I was saying with um that's the rough thing about being sick and needing that. Um, <coughs> instead of having her redeemed, take the leadership, be the the good, strong leader they that they want, does her pride, her hunger for mm. uh, ascension, if you will, get in the way of their plan, and she becomes a foil yeah. for a, for a bigger plan, or does uh, Vizsla, like you, you say, uh, does the has to get the better of him and he screw screw things up in a, in yeah. a big plan uh, uh, moving forward I don't know but that's there and yeah, I'm curious exactly. and, and that's, that's, that's what we want to yeah. find out and that's that's a good place to be in the story Yeah, absolutely. it's also interesting and it's one way it maybe connects with the other story is the whole TIE fighters attacking them mm-hmm. and they do specifically mention you know that that's a bit many TIE fighters for a Imperial warlord, and it does feel like that. And I wonder if that's a tie into Pershing's story because what we're seeing is possibly Gideon taking a hand. I don't know where yeah. he is at the moment, but he's probably incarcerated somewhere. But perhaps he's still running things, and it's him that it's a message is out maybe sends that attack to yeah. That girl is it, Elia, um, is clearly, you know, not looking after Pershing's best interests whatsoever, we'll get to that in a minute, but one would assume she's still potentially working for Gideon. So, you know, is that the thing that ties both of those stories together at the moment? I don't know. Could be. Uh, we'll, we'll have to get to her uh, when we get to more Pershing stories, but I, I you brought up the TIE Fighters, and I, I did want to talk about how fun all of that was. It looked pretty good, too. Uh, okay. I... It was a good way to a good way to start the the episode. I uh, I made a, a joke of when Mando goes to uh, uh, get the N one, and he just drops mm-hmm. out of the out of the uh, uh, out of Bo-Katan's ship, you know, drop drop zone style. I, I yep. called it super repelling because he's got the jet pack and stuff like it's an inside joke I mean, completely, but it's, yeah, super, but it's, super it's, repelling, it's a yeah. Cool move yeah. <laughs> you know, like jump, yeah well i mean that's why don't we yeah, jump it, in your fighter look we have fly a, after them and team up them it was cool we have a lot of really cool uh insertion methods for special forces there's of course traditional slow 
slow drop parachuting. There's uh, do you, do you uh, have jetpack drop ship? Close, <laughs> close. <laughs> we do. We have, of course, repelling air, air assault uh, out of out of helicopters. Uh, there's Halo jumping high altitude, like low we've all open seen in the movies and uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, and there are there's wingsuits and there there's a lot of cool cool stuff. The the idea of a jetpack being useful in in a uh, um uh what's the what's the other word I was I didn't want to use insertion again. There was another uh um sneaking into something. There's another word that starts with an an I, I think. Anyways, I was trying infiltration. to infiltration. Uh, infiltration. Thank you. Uh, there's a lot of really, I mean, think about it. If if the jetpack is only going to be used to slow you down, right? You're not yeah. going to be using it for for any. You're going to yeah, be on target. Yeah. You're going to use it to slow down and land. Just get to to. That's actually, I think, relatively feasible usage. Instead of thinking of the jetpack to get around a battlefield, thinking of yeah. it as a yeah, as I mean, a parachute replacement. Not that useful because why not have a drone just do the same job, which is much right. less prone to dying. Um, so, but you need, so, but you need yeah, people I, on I ground. Get, yeah, but so. I think the problem would be getting it you know, small, small enough to small enough, be effective uh, uh, that you could just dump efficient. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it was it was a cool scene and I, I really uh, really appreciated uh, that. So uh, anything else about Mandalorians before we head to Coruscant? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, well, uh, let's go to Coruscant. Dr. Pershing, who seems to be a, a real convert, the name of the episode, by the way, double meaning both con- uh, converts with uh, former Im- Imperials, some at least, uh, to the side of the New Republic through the amnesty program and also the convert idea of Bo-Katan having bathed and not removed her helmet. Uh so nice, nice wordplay. I liked all of all of this. Like I said, I almost wish we had been to make it feel more t- together. I almost wish we had seen some of this in the first two two episodes, even if that meant you added five six minutes per per episode. I I would have well, been. Okay I think I will with agree with you there. I would have been okay with a couple of little scenes that at the time we thought. What are the point of these? Why did they add these in? And you'd have probably been moaning last week. Those scenes were pointless, but but actually, when you get to this point, they would yeah. have they would have made sense. Yeah, um, and a little bit. So yeah, I this this third you know this third episode could have had the whole train scene with with them and and the the betrayal uh, with the first two episodes covering some of him getting there, the meeting with the the other uh, the other uh, uh, amnesty persons um yeah man i i think i think that could have worked better but we'll we'll see what they what they do uh i dug all of that uh it's I a big the surprise of it though that that maybe i wouldn't have got if we'd done it that way because it, it did come out of kind of left field for me and, um, yeah and sometimes that's a good thing um when it comes to uh what's her name i don't remember her her name um the bad one basically. yeah the one that be- betrays Elia Kane. As soon as I saw her, you know, enter the room and watch, you're you're already curious, like what what's going on? Is she still an imperial sympathizer? Is she a uh, a plant? Yeah. I said that to Christine, like pff, 
I don't even remember when. I was like, maybe she's a New Republic plant. Like, uh, and, and in a way, she was. Um, but I, the, the big question, though, at the end of the day is what what are her her uh, motivations? Are they revenge? Are they ta- taking orders from Gideon? Uh, what what is it that's that's going on? And and well, I think uh, you have to look at what is our goal with Pershing himself. Um, it and looks I think like it erasing was two, his brain. Twofold. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was twofold. <clears throat> First of all, I think she was assessing whether he really was all for the Republic, yes. or whether he was kind of was still hankering for his life as the Empire. Yep. Because I think if he had. Ex- you know, confided in her that he wasn't really into the New Republic in any way. Things would have went a different way. <laughs> well, I mean, he may still be alive, but yeah. I, I don't actually expect we will see him again. I don't think his role is, is for as much as he was great in that episode. I don't think he's really needed now. Because no. I think the idea was to to remove him as a potential source of Info. information. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Um, whether so that's was, Gideon <coughs> was specific or even clone. Whether he's based. with us or whether he's turned to the New Republic, if he's turned to the New Republic, uh, very cleanly make sure that he, you know, maybe gets killed or whatever. Yeah. And she kind of comes up with this idea and it works pretty well. Yeah, it, uh, it does indeed. But convenient that a guy's like, hey, reform criminal. <laughs> You want to stay here with Dangerous Machine? Yeah. Sure, I'm going to go get some coffee. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Don't do anything I wouldn't do. It almost felt a little bit like that. Um, but I guess what we're looking at is somebody who has earned some modicum of respect already yeah. that she's, they've developed a level of trust with her. You yeah. know? But what I would wonder is what happens when... Akbar guy comes back. I'm just going to call him Akbar back. Mon Cal. We all know he's a Mon Cal. You know, he doesn't short. get named. I don't think so. You know, I don't have a name for him. But, um, but yeah, when Akbar dude comes back, so I told you I'd be right back, and and he's like basically a vegetable. Are they not going to then go? Well, what happened here? Who was yeah. in the room? I mean, I would expect some sort of fallout. But I mean, Ilya might have at that point vanished you know i mean yeah. she could be off Fishing like a fart in the wind if you like yeah. at that point because that's why she was there in the first place and um, waiting on exfil yeah <laughs> it, it, it was it was surprising because <clears throat> i knew something wasn't right with her i knew she wasn't completely on the level that that much felt clear but i thought it was that she was <laughs> trying to recruit him back again so to turn that round a little bit and do it that way that she's almost playing this kind of double agent role actually worked really well for me and i, I was again i was oh i'm surprised by this and i like to be surprised yeah shows like mando because let's face it they, these kind of shows star wars in general marvel they can be a bit predictable at times and sometimes we want that predictability as yeah. well but um but it's nice to get a surprise sometimes as well. It is, it is. Uh, we're going to have to pause. All right, let me pause okay. this. Give me five minutes. The recording stopped. Yeah, give me five minutes. Zoom. All righty. So uh, Christine's going to hopefully be able to uh, uh, take care of that for a second. And hopefully I don't have to pause again. But uh, we're, we're, we're almost well, done. Anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah. So. That's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, the Like I said, the whole thing is just... What are her her motivations? And at this point, 
I'm thinking she is like you you said uh, a cleanup crew. If you can't if you can't re reclaim the asset, eliminate it. You know you know mm-hmm. uh, eliminate the uh, if you can't convert it, re- reclaim him as an asset, then eliminate the liability. And uh, I think that's what we're we're seeing. Ooh, yep. sorry, out of out of breath. I'm I'm sick, and I had to go up and down the stairs a couple times. So, uh, yeah, uh, it was good to see Coruscant. It was good to see the New Republic. Yep. Uh, something we've you and I have wanted to see on screen for for a while. Yeah, uh, like what happened afterwards is kind of important if you're interested in the universe. We kind of want to know yeah, that stuff, you right? Know? What um, I would say is what I gleaned from it, and I don't know whether this is the way they were leaning it, but you can kind of see why the First Order could have arrived um, or risen because they've, they're a bit, you know, well, let's all happy clappy and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll dismantle everything, we're in peace now and we'll all make friends again. And they don't seem very vigilant to what's potentially happening right under their noses. They don't seem aware yeah. of, of, of potential threats. Um, and, and, you know, you can see from that how you could get to something like the First Order. Our, our issue with the sequels was always that they, they just appeared and we didn't get any explanation. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, no, you you got it. Um, I really, honestly, I don't know what else to, to say. I, it's it's a long episode, but there's only this this one core aspect to it, you know. Uh, right. Besides the the Bo Katan stuff, the the meat of the uh, uh, episode. Um, but I I did I I really enjoyed it. I I would have preferred it if it had been edited up between the first three episodes just to make it feel more cohesive less jarring of this you know this Mm -hmm. really like i said it's like a mando sandwich with a giant pershing center but uh it was good yeah it was good so uh if there's one thing i would say maybe is it might not be every fan's idea of a great episode because as we know like you know there's a lot of people didn't like andor and you know (sighs) Fair yeah. things like Book of Boba Fett, and you know, this is this was it. the Mando. That's just not Star Wars to me, and um, they may have liked the start and the end, but not so much the bit in the middle. I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. But this is this is the Mando that I that I want that I expect. You, you know what I'm saying? In tone, yes, and stuff. I agree. It wasn't as much Mandalorian as it was Pershing, but Pershing's from season one. He's very much a, a Mando character. So yeah, yeah. Yep. So, anyways, guys, we'll wrap it up there uh appreciate you checking out our reviews and of course i managed to screw up and not have the browser window there we go uh check out all the other shows we have here on the genreverse youtube channel and uh podcast network uh anime reviews and reactions uh uh breaking geek radio uh daily cog doing everything you can imagine in in entertainment marvel multiverse mayhem will be back with secret invasion whenever that hits uh, all your favorite podcast apps get get all the podcasts, reviews, and and news shows. Uh, not reaction videos because of reaction audio, okay. And then of course lrmonline.com uh, every day for uh, all your all of that plus written uh, news articles, reviews, uh, celebrity inter- interviews, and more. Cam, any last words for the people? No, just uh, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week for episode four. And congrats again to uh, Greg, and thanks, Scott, for providing the book. 
All right, guys, have a good one. May the force, uh, may the force be with you. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.